BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. January 19th, 2024. I am at Joel Pearl and it's time to get in the weeds. Jeremy Lambert is here. We have plenty to talk about today. We didn't know if we would. And then uh, a lot of news kind of dropped and here we are today. Hi, Jeremy Lambert. How are you? Joel, how are you? I'm good. Great. Wonderful. This is like every interview we start. We just like, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. And you? Good. That's basically every single interview for us. I've gone back and I've watched it. It's, it's a very sore, sore subject for me now. We got to check in, make sure the guest is doing well before we start is asking the hard-hitting questions. That's us. We are very hard-hitting over here on In the Weeds. We've made a lot of people very upset with our lines of questioning. True. Yeah, we get messages all the time of like never doing that show again because right? they were asking too hard-hitting of questions. I get it. Every single time that uh, every single time we have a guest, we we always get messages being like, "That sucked. You're the worst. We hate you." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's Gilbert Godfrey to voice out here." <laughs> What's the deal with pancakes? I can't even do it. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get louder if I want to. Anyway, this is my real voice. There has been no delineation. That's unfortunate. From it. I know it only sounds bad or deeper when I'm sick like Jeremy is. Jeremy's always sick. Yeah, yeah it's, it hasn't been a great year for my health, unfortunately. Uh, I feel like I've been sick every day of this year, but we're here. We're here for the people. We show up for you people. I don't miss a show. Not, I'm not like Joel missing multiple shows already this year. Not me. I make sure That's to right. show up. Rain, shine snow which it is right now freezing cold warm hot sun sickness and health is this a marriage thing what are we doing here married we- to the game joel uh, that's a problem i think your wife would have problems with that <laughs> we're all just tired out here on a friday my morning. name is my name joel this show is this show yes you're just married to your name and the game all right what a morning what a night. Last night, I'm sitting on the internet, as I do, as most people do, and uh, Jeremy and I are kind of joking about what the thumbnail is going to be. Jeremy had tweeted out some things, and it looked like a good idea, and we were trying to brainstorm what's going to happen. And then in the middle of TNA's Impact show, Jeremy sends me a message and says, well, I think we just found out our thumbnail for tonight, uh, or for this morning in this case. And yes, 
the big news coming out of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Kazuchika Okada is going to officially depart New Japan at the end of January. He will be working the New Japan New Beginning shows uh, in February as well. He did he did agree to sign on. They've even changed the card so much that they're letting him and President Tanahashi have one more match to determine who is the true ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Joel, 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 Joel. It's, it's, Joel. The, guy who's, it's the guy who lives here. It's the Joel. guy who stays. Yes. Joel. Yes. You didn't, like, where was the big spiel? Leave a thumbs up on the video. Donate super chat money. You're oh, we're getting there. We're getting this there. has been a, we're getting you, you have not done well this show. Oh, we're cha- we're changing it up, Jeremy Lambert. Mm. We're changing it up. Mm. We're getting right into the topic, and then mm. I can and then I seamlessly transition with something you say into the thumbs up and the, the money and the things. Mm. People don't want to be accosted for money first thing four minutes into a show. I feel like you you missed your high spot there. No, 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 no. no. You effed up. You effed up. Everybody chant, you effed up at Joel. You effed up. You effed up. You effed up. Are you trying to say that was like an intentional Sabu botch? Yes. Yes. Sometimes you set it up a little bit differently. Sometimes you just have to screw up so that the fans know anything could happen in the world of professional talking on the internet. Okay. All right. So what were you trying to accomplish here, Joel? That I don't do the plugs right off the hilt and I wait a little bit until more people are here to watch us hear me say, leave a thumbs up on the video and subscribe to us here if I flow over books. And there you go. Get the, there you go. Your fireworks, get your pyro. And of course, donate a super chat, any amount, get your question or statement right on the air. I'll say it again. I always do. Jeremy Lambert, Kazuchika Okada is leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. Everything I said, who will be the president of New Japan after their match at New Beginning? You know what you can do with your your money and leaving a super chat, Joel? Could donate it to the bring Kazuchika Okada to in the weeds fund. Hold on. All right, we're past we're we're past five minutes. Joel. Yes. We're in this bitch with the Terra. Got a handful of stacks. Better grab an umbrella. Leave your super chat money. Make it rain. Make it rain. Make it rain in the super chats. Make it rain. Make it rain. Make it rain in the super chats. Your kids are going to be so pissed that you took their Monopoly money. They're going to be playing the game. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. You took Bluey money. Oh, you you are you are an evil man. It's, it's all over my desk now. I gotta like pick it up and stuff. This that's... is the bit. This is the 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 price of the bits here. The price of the bits to for the people. You gotta make it rain. Yeah, look, man. I'm I can rap. Top dollar straight ducking me. When it comes to the battle rap, I got bars for days against Top Dollar. He's nowhere to be found. All you got to do is buy a giant family-sized box of Cheez-Its and eat it on the air, and he will show up. <laughs> you don't. It's not say his name and he appears. That's Joe Henry. No, instead, it, it's uh, eat your Cheez-Its, and here comes Dalla. <laughs> Chi Town Spurs sends a super chat saying, "Bluey money in this economy." <laughs> it's true. Dude, Monopoly Junior is so great because it actually ends. It rules. <laughs> That's the worst. I want Monopoly to go on till the nah. end. Of the day. I want people to get just incredibly angry over Monopoly. That's what I want. No, no, no. The, the, with the with the with the children, with the twelve kids, we need that thing to end. We can't be playing Monopoly for five hours. Y'all just need to figure <laughs> out a way to stay awake a little bit longer. That's all. <laughs> all <laughs> right. What are we actually talking about? <laughs> uh, the, the the anonymous ITW general manager said it's just like the cursing. No cursing or accosting for money in the first five minutes. <laughs> They're right. They got it right. Uh, let's talk about Okada real quick because that is the big news that came out of last night. Uh, well, meanwhile, 
Okada had a uh, an appearance on TNA Impact because he's got a match next week in a six man steaming with Motor City Machine. What timing by Garrett, by the way. So oh, God bless. I want to know who knew. Because, okay, so normally when Impact used to tape their TV shows and I would attend, they would tape them almost sequentially. So the matches would be in order of what you would see on, on Impact TV, and they would tape week one, and then they tape week two. But Snake Eyes, they changed it up. So Alexander and Osprey, that was the semi-main. And then the final match of the night, the main main event, was the six-man with Motor City Machine Guns and Okada taking on the system. That's Moose, Myers, and Edward Edwards. And people were like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, are they going to keep the, the energy up? Spoiler alert, the energy's up. It's a diff- They were two different enough matches that people are into to both of them. So this makes me think maybe TNA was tipped off that Okada was was No, leaving. no. Then they put it on the second show instead of the first. No, they weren't. I don't think they were tipped off at all. I, no, I, I, truly... I, he, I mean, he was there. He was physically there. And he could have just told Scott, hey, I'm leaving. I don't think he knew. I don't think he, he knew that was going to be a thing uh, that uh, Saturday. Because according to, uh, you know, the, the reports, it wasn't a thing until Thursday. And that's when they decided to announce it. So I don't think he knew. I think it was just great happenstance. You know, Garrett messaged me. Spoiler. It's it's public. It's not even a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, Garrett even messaged, like, I can't control the universe like that. Like, I did not know this and he, I, I truly believe like TNA didn't know or anything. It just happened to be it. They were always going to do that six man match. They were always going to air that match on Impact, and because it wasn't announced for this week, it was always going to air next week. It just happened to be that video of like Okada's coming back to TNA aired on their television show like thirty minutes after Okada announced he was leaving New Japan. Like that is just the universe working in mysterious ways, but I think it's the universe working for Garrett Kidney, uh, who just makes makes these things happen regardless of, of you know it actually working out that way. Because Garrett would have done the same thing if it didn't work out that way. Like he probably would have posted, "Hey, remember Okada's <laughs> TNA?" Like let's say Okada didn't never came back to TNA. Like, Garrett would have posted, "Like here's Okada's TNA debut." 20 years ago, whenever it happened and people were like, yeah, that didn't end very well. It just happened to work out. Okada was returning to TNA and it's like, well, Garrett, I didn't have to queue anything up. It's already a scheduled tweet. I know people like know about the Okada TNA run back in the day. And I know people know that it was very bad. I went back and I was just wondering how bad was it? Just to refresh my memory, dude won one singular match well, in his entire time there that's right he should have and then he won also one in on dq but like he won i think it was one match maybe two in the entirety of his run and now he comes back and he's you know he's a totally different person coming into tna but he's leaving new japan pro wrestling it's a uh it's a big deal because that man was your flag bearer for a long time when hiroshi tanahashi was starting to you know, move on himself. Those two had some wars. They're going to revisit that again on the New Beginning show. They've changed the card around so much that you could do that match one last time under a New Japan banner. Uh, this is, it's big news for anyone who's ever followed New Japan Pro Wrestling or anyone who's just seen Okada work a match. That could be in AEW as well. So uh, I just wanted your thoughts when the news dropped and we'll move from there. It was 
surprising. You know, we talked about Okada the other week. I think SP3 and I talked about him. So that's not even the other week. It was a week ago or earlier this week. And how there was real no news about his uh, free agency. Oh, yeah, there's SP3 in the chat. There was no real news about his free agency. Um, everyone knew his, his contract expired at the end of January. And we hadn't really heard anything. So we just both kind of assumed, well, he's probably staying with New Japan because we haven't really heard anything um, about his free agency. And then Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, New Japan just drops the announcement. Hey, Okada's leaving at the end of the month. He's going to work a couple of matches in February, do some final bouts. Uh, that February 11th show, by the way, that's Osprey's last match, and that's Okada Tanahashi one last time. Like, that's going to be, uh, if you're a New Japan fan, that's going to be a uh, sad show for, for reasons that you two of your top guys are, are leaving the company. Okada's going to work two matches after that. Um, but, you know, that, that's going to be the, the end of his time in New Japan. <laughs> I'm Tony, very Khan is going to come out at the end of that, that show. <laughs> and he's going to say, I now own Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay. And then he walks off into a van and says, you want to hear more this Wednesday, AEW dynamite. And he does the whole spiel. And then there's a post-show scrum that goes for two and a half hours. It's, it's curious of them doing that announcement because it, it feels like if he's going to AEW, they wouldn't do that announcement. They would just let it be, and then they'd allow AEW to make the announcement and, and go from there. So I think people are reading into the announcement of, oh, well, he's going to WWE. Otherwise, why would you do the announcement? And I think that, like, I, I think that's a valid uh, kind of read the tea leaves, cross the you know, uh, Charlie Day, doing all the uh, research there. I think that's valid. But then Tony tweets a Marlo Stanfield reference. My name is my name. By the way, Joel, are you a man of taste? Have you watched The Wire? So I have started The Wire, but I also have not picked it back up on The Wire. So go ahead. Oh, my gosh. I was aware. I was aware of the reference. I was not aware of the shows, like the the totality of it. What are we doing? Tell I need to, world, I need to find someone who, don't, who has some taste on this show. I have plenty of taste. Anyway, <laughs> so The Wire, Marlo Stanfield. He does the he, TK does love his HBO references. Because um, he's a rich boy from Chicago, <laughs> so he could afford HBO growing up, damn it. Marlo Stanfield. He comes in in like season three, and he kind of overtakes the uh, Avon Barksdale Stringer Bell operation of uh, drug money, you know, drug dealing just to get by stack your money until it gets sky high. Marlo comes in. His name is his name. He wants everybody. He wants the streets to know his name. He, his name is basically like, I am who I am. Everyone knows my name. My reputation is held high on these streets and everything. Right. Does it end so great for Marlo Stanfield? Uh, spoiler alert, everybody. I'm sorry if I'm going to spoil a show that's like two decades old. At this point, deal with it. Watch the show if you haven't. I don't know what's wrong with you, Joel. Marlo, he gets he gets uh busted. He gets flipped on by the Greeks. Uh, they get him. They get him on the, all the charges of drug dealing. But he gets off on a technicality. Him and Cheese Method Man, shout out to Method Man. Um, they get they get off on a technicality, but they can't do any more drug dealing. All right, their drug dealing days are done. Right, so. Marlo's lawyer, the man who got him off on the technicality, tries to take lift thumbs up, subliminal. 
tries to take Marlowe to do real business with real businessmen. Cause it's like, look, you're done with the streets. You're done with the drug deals. Come and do real business. This is what Stringer Bell would have done. This is what I was trying to do with Stringer. Marlowe's not about that. He goes back to the streets at the end. He goes back to the streets, goes to the corner, sees two corner boys. And the corner boys are talking about Avon and everything. And Marlowe's like, what y'all looking at? He's like, what are you looking at? And Marlo's like, do you know who I am? He's like, no. And they're about to shoot Marlowe. Marlowe gets a, he, he knocks the gun away. Runs him off, but he gets cut. The point of this is Marlowe, instead of being a real businessman, couldn't stay away from the crack game, from the drug game. And the people on the streets didn't know who he actually was. They didn't know him. They knew Avon. They knew Stringer. They didn't know who Marlowe was. Marlowe was just, eh. And they had no respect for him. It's not a great reference, if you think about it, with, with Marlowe. No, it's not. This is Tony saying, I am very well known. I have a lot of money and I'm going to do the things I need to do to get what I want. It's, it's not, it's not great. Like again, it's, it's not a great reference. Also drugs. And like, you know, Stringer might've been a better reference. At least Stringer wanted to be a businessman and better himself and, and get away from the, the, the streets a little bit. You know, he, he saw bigger. Then the streets, he ended up getting shot up, but you know, eh, what can you do? Everybody kind of got shot in that movie or that, that show. So I don't know. I was, I was half expecting you to be like, ended at the, the part where he was caught and he was told, no, you can't sell drugs no more. And I'm like, Oh, so basically what you're telling me is Tony's going to get caught for some sort of racketeering wrestling tampering bullshit. And then he can't promote wrestling anymore. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, (laughs) all right, we're going to go really deep. Let's go. Okay. We're in the weeds. Why not? So let's say Tony Khan is Marlowe, right? Sure. New Japan would be the Greeks, maybe. New Japan's the Greeks. And New Japan is selling him out of like, yeah, you're you're doing bad business by us. Now we're gonna sell you out on this by by announcing Okada early. Right? So now Tony can't can't work with new japan anymore they they flipped on him he can't work with them They're, the relationship is dead because of this but you know instead of doing real good business with like all japan or any of these other companies tony is just addicted to doing the bad business he is addicted to to bad business practices and he thinks he's well known he thinks like you guys know who i am but new japan is like nah we don't know who you are anymore that's it we're done we're done. We're not working with you anymore. And then uh, who's low level uh, in New Japan? Chase Owens. Sorry, Chase Owens. God, that's so well true, but that's so wrong. When when Tony Khan goes to Chase Owens and he's like, "Do you know who I am?" Chase Owens pulls the gun out on him. Like, no, I don't know Damn. who you are. What? A, Chase Owens does what? <laughs> Chase Owens and Kenta just on the on the corner. They pull they pull the gun out on him. Like, no, we don't know who you are. And then he, and then Tony Khan gets cut. Kenta cuts Tony Khan. Wow! Yeah, the if we're gonna go in the weeds with these wire reference, the wire is my favorite show of all time. All right, like if you're gonna make a wire reference, I'm gonna really dive into like the the meaning behind it. So the, guy, the Curb Your Enthusiasm references, the Sopranos references, I've seen those shows. Fine, I don't I don't know them as deeply as I know the wire. 
Cookie Guy, if you're watching, we have a new short for you. And it started at uh, 17 minutes into the video. And it's Jeremy explaining the New Japan Tony Khan, the wire reference. And that's it. Don't make wire references around me. I'm going to I'm gonna go into it and we're going to figure out what what this means. All I'm saying is this block belongs to Yoshihashi. <laughs> no rule. All I'm saying is a Marlowe reference isn't the best reference in the world because the the streets don't love him like that. This is the best. This is the best morning we've ever had. <laughs> oh, who is oh, who would Omar be? Hmm. Oh, that's good. We I would like to go like a full on just uh we'll just try to compare everybody to Omar. Omar like Brock Lesnar might be Omar. Just shows up, get shit done. And then it, it, very feared, very respected. And then finally, just some young boy shoots him. Sorry again. Spoiler. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gender. <laughs> and Chai John's first sending super chat saying, Bailey to Triple H. Where's Sasha Hunter? Where the F is Sasha Hunter? You don't get the reference. You don't know the reference, though, Joel. What's the yeah, reference? The wire reference. They're well, all- yeah, but but who? Who did it? I don't know. Who did it? Was Where the it, fuck uh, is Wallace? Where's Wallace at? Where's Wallace? Yes, that I had seen before. Anyway. Uh, this Stop is like... Wire this- all day, baby. Let's go. Who gives a <laughs> shit about wrestling? Let's talk about the wire. The Joel, wrestling wire. Joel, you know what? Be a man of taste. No. Watch the wire. All Eventually, right. Actually watch it. Eventually I'll watch it again. I just... I have zero time in my day to do this. I try. Yeah, it's worth it though. I'll I rewatch know. the wire. When I, wife when I, won't watch the wire with me. It's too, it. it's too, uh, 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 stressful. It, it's, it's too stressful for her. When I was in Vegas, I watched more TV than I've watched in easily years. And like, it was mostly house flipping shows. Who am I kidding? Like it was just, Oh, my have you ever watched my million or my dream lotto home? No, this sounds terrible. This it's, sounds like something the wife would watch. It's awful. It's it's the guy showing how and, and th- this is the thing. People hear the name of the, the show and they think it's oh, these are like Powerball, multi-millionaire, 40 plus million. No, no, no. These are like, oh, I want a million dollars playing the scratchers, and I want a cabin in the woods. I'm gonna spend hundred and fifty thousand dollars on it. And I'm sitting here being like, you know what $150,000 gets you in this town? Nothing. Nothing. And then they're showing them like, oh, we're in the middle of nowhere, USA. Let's show you the cabins for $150,000. Here's a one bed, one bath with a closet. And they they walk them through it and everyone's like, oh, it's so pretty. Oh, my God. It's exactly what we imagined. And I'm like, you're poor. You're poor. Anyway, HGTV is awful, but I watched a lot of it when I was in Vegas. Yeah, it's that's stuff that the wife likes. Uh I support <coughs> I support her uh her viewing habits. Um I'm not into it. I'm, I'm not it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone watch the wire, not this mar not this a uh, million dollar nonsense house. Yeah, stuff. that's that's basically it. A nice cardboard box and it's thirty percent off at Loblaws, which is the local grocer. By local I mean like the crappy overpriced one anyway, uh yeah it's not great so uh okada he's great tony khan needs to go to amsterdam hamsterdam and do all his deals all right it's legal there it's there all you legal go. in amsterdam 
Ah, just don't get high on your own supply. That's all you gotta. That's all you gotta focus on. So now the big question becomes: Where does Okada go? FIFA Select had uh, reported nowhere, nowhere soon. Uh, I mean, he's got the dates in February, so I don't think you'll hear anything official until March. You, I mean, you could, you could hear before March because those dates in February are just agreed upon dates. They could do what they did with Osprey if if Okada goes to AEW, where he goes and then he still does the New Japan shows because he just want to be honorable, yada yada. Uh, but it's possible that it takes a little bit longer. What were your thoughts uh, when you read the FIFA Select report and where Okada could potentially go? Well, again, because they announced it the way that they did, it made me believe WWE. But then because of Tony's being Marlowe, I'm like, oh, well, Tony seems to be in a cheerful mood. Maybe it's AEW. My gut tells me AEW just because anytime these free agents kind of come, it feels like it's an AEW thing, especially because they've worked together before. It seems like Tony and Okada get along. Okada likes to rib them about, you know, owning Fulham and Okada's like a Man City fan or whatever. He said this like 18 times. Uh, Okada's favorite team in one of those press conferences, one of those media calls. So um, I feel like it's AEW. That, that's where, that's what my gut tells me right now is it's AEW and you know, whenever he, uh, uh, whenever he debuts full time for them, which might not be till February, then that'll be what's uh, what's going on there. I would, I'm gonna say what I said about Osprey. I'm more intrigued by him in WWE. More intrigued. I know largely what he looks like in AEW. He's gonna have great matches. He's gonna, you know, have some good stories. But it's large. It's largely just going to be a lot of great matches, and that's cool. You know that that's I I want to see him in AEW because there's a lot of AEW people he hasn't wrestled in matches that I would like to see. I'm just more intrigued by the WWE option. That's all. It's nothing wrong if he goes to AEW. Whatever makes Okada happy. Whatever Okada wants to do. Talking to me personally as a fan, I'm more intrigued by what he looks like in WWE. And if he doesn't go to WWE, by the way. He's ducking Bronson Reed. Right? And this new Shinsuke Nakamura. I know I know they, they, they've had their matches since then, but it's time to put it on WWE TV. It's time for Okada to go get his wins back from, from Nakamura on a big stage, bigger stage, and Bronson Reed. It's time. I agree with that statement. Uh, also, I mean, how many times can I see Okada take on the Don Callis family and then disappear for six months? <sighs> And I don't want that, but the, the, there is a there is a train of relevance there. There, there is. I don't think that that would fully be what they do. I will say AEW for a lot of what they get right, not great at like booking foreign talent. Is that off base? No, I don't think it's off base. Both companies are bad at this. WWE and AEW are not great with foreign talent. No, that's very true. That's very true. Um, you would just think AEW would be a, a little bit better because they could learn from WWE of, hey, look, you're really bad at this. Maybe we should like push some of these guys. I think WWE's gotten a little bit better with it. I know people aren't like happy that Nakamura loses a lot, but like the presentation of Nakamura is really good the lwo stuff like they're trying to do stuff with that um you know like i'm trying to think in aew t- 
Takeshka is the one that sticks out of like, this guy should be a much bigger deal than, than he has been. He's just there and that's it. Um, I, like who else is there that, that, that sticks out? The, I, so this is what I kind of worry with, with AEW most of the time. It's, it's, and it's been shown and proven multiple times. You get the big signing, you get the big sugar rush, you book them in a big, you know, title feud to kick it off. And then they're off by the wayside for an extended period of time. I'm hoping it doesn't happen with Deanna. If it does not happen to Deanna Perrazzo coming off of the Tony Storm story, then I will feel, I will feel better about impending signees, big signees, uh, Mercedes potentially coming into AEW. That's another one where it's like, that's someone that you cannot fumble immediately. Two, three years, whatever you, that that's just whatever you can cycle them out piece by piece, but like you have to change the game with someone like Mercedes Monet coming in potentially to AEW. You've got to have a better outcome than that. Cause Uchika Okada, he's a little bit older. He is, but he's still working at a prime rate. He's still working really, really strongly. You don't want to just bring him in, do a story with who's Samosa Joe and then shuffle him to the back. You can't do that. I don't know what you do after you introduce them because half the time you they introduce them, they get a big push and then suddenly they're gone. I think Okada will be booked. Well, by the way, it's like Tony loves Okada. I, I just don't think he, the presentation for some of these guys, he, uh, he quite nails it. And it, like, I know people are going to say like, Oh, she won the title multiple times. Like, cool but then she loses the title and then she's off tv forever and like the the presentation of Sheeta hasn't always been the best like when she's champion she has cool matches and everything but that's largely it for for Sheeta. i don't think like it, it's fine i don't know maybe i just want a little bit more out of what they've been doing with Sheeta, especially when she's not yep. the champion yeah you keep bringing her back to become champion become or challenge for a title and then it's out again we bring these up because these are things that have happened and we're hoping that they don't continue to happen uh i'm gonna hit a couple super chats chat town spurs said how many feeds of nakamura and lwo one this is okay i had a very this is a little bit on and off the topic in my interview with speedball mike bailey we talked about the tweet about him saying what is an underrated wrestler what does that mean and if you're happy with the amount of tv time that you have or anything like that like you're winning these guys are prominently featured wrestlers on the program if you take it from a sports-based product yes they are not necessarily winning their feuds but they are prominently featured as in the case of nakamura bad guys foils for the baby faces to overcome en route to whatever they're doing next that is their character that is their reason that is why they're there the lwo i think things got really messed up with Rey mysterio getting injured they turned santos escobar very quickly they gave them the umbertos garza and then they put the lwo back down in nxt just for now so that they could down tonight they are on smackdown tonight but i'm saying they put them in the dusty cup they just kind of wanted to move them back and forth which honestly i like that about nxt and and main roster sometimes uh when it when it's in sync the the carmelo stuff we've talked about already that's a little weird and disjointed but with lwo like it works i don't care as much about how many feuds they've won i care more about how they are featured on tv yes there is a point where the two can intersect and be problematic in, in your fandom 
But to me, it's like you're on TV, you're featured, and you get a guy like Okada, you put him on TV and you feature him. That here's, is- here's a question. Here's a question for everybody. Um, here's a question. And and I I genuinely am curious about this. Would you over the last uh we'll say three months, three months, would you rather be Nakamura or Takeshita? Like who do you who do you think like which one is done? I don't know, better for you or like, which one are you more invested in Nakamura or Takeshi? Genuine question. I, I, I can see the argument for both sides on this. Takeshka, he, he had the big one against Darby Allen. Um, I, the three months, I think would just miss the, the Kenny Omega victories. Um, but you know, he's on television a little bit behind Don Callis and stuff. He has some matches and everything. Nakamura, he's lost to Cody He's had some some video packages and, and stuff though. Like I, I, again, just honest. Whichever one you pick is, is your choice, and I I understand the argument for both sides. I just I'm just wondering which. Yeah, one you absolutely. Pick. And and I'll add to the Takesha thing. I think there's a lot of upside. There's a lot of potential beyond what we've seen with Kanosuke Takeshita. and that's a good thing. It comes down to how his feature builds. <laughs> I think both companies can do better at this, by the way. I yeah. said it. I said Nakamura should have won. Uh, one, I said he should have won the title. Then I said he should have defeated Cody. And like he didn't. Like I don't think WWE does the best at this stuff either. I just maybe, and this is maybe my own fault of like, I have more faith in AEW and should be doing better at this. And then that's, again, that's maybe my own fault of like, I should want better for WWE. I do think WWE has made some improvements on that. Um, I, I think AEW can also make some improvements on how they they feature the, this kind, uh, you know, foreign talent and everything. Oh, no. someone in the chat's mentioning what about TNA, and I do always bring up because it's my brand <laughs> that I do cover. Uh, I do bring up TNA as a viable option, and the reason for that being. A, I'll hit this home a billion times until everyone understands it. TNA tapes twice a month. Yes, the show is on TV every single week and they do a, a live event, a, like a live uh, a PLE, whatever they're going to call it. They do one once a month. So you end up working twice, maybe three times in a month. This right now, what they did with Vegas, it's different. They're working four times in a month because they have to make up for TV that they've lost. Uh, but their schedule is typically twice a month. And as a result, you are featured on TV every week. You are part of a crew that, that does really well together and has a good, uh, a good camaraderie in the back. And you can do whatever you want beyond that. If that means that he goes and works another company. He goes, I don't know where I'm not going to say it, but if he goes and signs with TNA, the options there, he's not going to make millions and millions of dollars in TNA. And I think that's well known because of the schedule that is given. Whereas AEW, WWE, you're put on the grind. You're given more WWE, arguably more because you're, you know, TV plus house shows, plus media appearances, plus expectations, so on and so forth. It's a different grind. AEW, you have Wednesdays and Saturdays, uh, dependent on your schedule, and then you have other, you know, other things as stipulated in your contract. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? TNA is a possibility. Would it work? He's got friends there. What do you think? I don't think it's a real possibility. Um, I, I think maybe he can do a, a one-off thing like he's done. I don't think they're. I don't think 
that's going to be the full-time home for Okada, though. I think it's AEW. I feel like it's AEW is is where he's going because he has friends there, uh, notably like the the Bucks and getting a great relationship with with Tony Khan. It seems so. It feels like he's going to AEW. TNA would be cool. That would be interesting. That would be something different as well. Of like, because AEW and WWE already have so much talent that like we're already like, why isn't this guy getting more? Why isn't this guy getting more? And it's like, well, now you're gonna throw in Okada. That's gonna knock people down a peg as well. Um, so I, I think that TNA at least like, oh yeah, this Okada's top, top guy here. Like we know this, like you're putting him over Moose and all of these guys. Um, I just don't think that, I just don't think that that's going to be his landing spot. I'm never going to believe TNA is going to outbid or land one of these top names that WWE or AEW is actually interested in. I will say this. I was told over Hard to Kill Weekend by a few different people. They were closer to getting CM Punk than I think a lot of people realized. And this was before the WWE stuff happened because it's been said multiple times. Don't give me that face. It's been said multiple times that it came together very quickly. And by all accounts from everyone I heard from, it really did. And they were real. Like there was a very serious. Okay. And it was close. Here's here. I, I'll reiterate the last point I said. A talent that WWE and AEW are interested in. No, I understand that. I'm CM just- Punk didn't. AEW wasn't an option for him. And it seemed like WWE wasn't an option for him. The moment WWE came, became an option for him, it was like, okay, yep, that's where I'm going. Yeah, no, I understand that. My point was really that when it comes to money in TNA, there can be money. And again, it's never going to be the same amount that a full-time contract with the company is going to bring. But in negotiation, there can be money. For all intents and purposes, Nick Nemitz's contract is effectively Trinity's contract. We're All right, we're, we're ignoring the elephants in the room here, Joel. Okay. Honestly, we are. We can talk about AEW, WWE with Okada. What is the one thing that one company can offer Okada that no other company can a giant brick of cocaine that's right baby you want to use a marlo reference we got the company who actually uh, sticks to their who actually puts uh what's the word i'm looking for puts their their money money where their mouth mouth is is. (laughs) puts puts their nose where their coke is on television nwa baby let's go get okada in the nwa zone the NWA zone. What do they call it there? They call it the smash. Zone? I don't know what they call it. There. I don't know what they call a it. A blow zone. What do you Did you know there was an NWA show this past weekend that had EC3 and Matt Cardona and a death match? And no one knows who won this damn match. It was a match of death. Whatever. No one knows who won. No one knows what happened on this show. Is Matt Cardona the new 10 pounds of gold holder? Is that what we're trying to say? He might be. No one knows because no one knows this show exists. Wow, that's very strange. (laughs) Guys, Uh, I'm going to blow my nose, not do coke, okay? Well, we don't know that for sure. Uh, I'm going to wait until we see it. Oh, I see the tissue, but it's very white, just like the powder would be. Oh, wow. He's just, he's rubbing his face in there. Is that how you do it? You just go for it. You feel good now? You feel happy? Oh, I feel terrible. I'm. Oh, so, you that's how you know it's not cold. Good. 
That's how you know it's not Coke. Wilchison sent a super chat saying, to be fair, EO Sky's book strong with damage control outside TNA. I think it's a good woman's storyline. Yeah, that's fair. He's talking about Japanese talent being booked well. Uh, and EO Sky is a strong Japanese talent being booked on uh, on WWE programming. Damage control is is a good example of some of the positive changes we've seen in terms of representation with talent in WWE. It does exist. Uh, and and again, we'll, we'll see how it continues to build because that is something that Triple H is working on as a reclamation project is making sure that international talent don't look stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Triple H is trying with this. I think both companies have positives and both companies have negatives when it comes to this. I don't want anyone to think that we're targeting AEW here or whatever. I want to target AEW. Hook kicking out at one absolute nonsense. Can't do that. No. Can't do that. That's awful. We'll talk about that. But they both have positive. They both have negatives. Again, my, my thing is I know Okada. I do think Okada would be book strong in AEW, by the way. I do. I know Tony loves Okada. Tony's going to book the guys that he loves. He's going to make them look good. I know he's going to have great matches in AEW. I'm always just genuinely curious what it looks like in in AEW or in WWE because when they haven't showed up there. I've seen Okada on AEW programming the same way I've seen Will Ospreay on AEW programming. It's good. It's very good. Uh, the 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 curiosity of WWE. That's why I'm curious when if like Drew McIntyre, if he's a free agent, I'd like to see him in AEW because I I'm genuinely curious what that looks like. I'm always going to be more curious of what it looks like when they haven't been on this television show compared to when they have been. I know it's been minimal with Okada, but he's still been there compared to when they have been on it. That's all. That's just my personal taste and everything. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Ryan Griffin asking, how does the 2024 C2 look like with Okada? The block finals are Okada versus scapegoat Jack Perry. Jack Perry gets the win and Okada just fades off into obscurity. He retires forever because he lost to Jack Perry. That's right, right? That blew up. That was a strange when I blamed Jack Perry. I was surprised. It was very good. Well, what what people one people don't understand it's a bit. Everything I do is a bit. Mm-hmm. Two, it's I'm furthering the story. He's calling himself the scapegoat. He gets blamed for everything. I'm blaming him for it. You're welcome. You're welcome, New Japan. You're welcome, Jack Perry. You're you're welcome, uh, Okada. I guess and AEW. I guess. I'm trying to help you guys out by by furthering the story. I don't know. I'm doing a better job than they are referencing it. That's right. They're, well, they're, they're not well, going they to because he ripped up the contract. Yeah, I guess so. So yes. that officially means that you are done with your – that's how it works. If I pull out my – oh, never mind. I don't have a Fightful contract. But if I did, if I print one out with the Fightful logo on it, I can just say, rip, I quit, and that's it. You would have a field day. You'd be happy. But uh, no, I, I I didn't quit. I'm I'm just trying to help these companies out, Joel. That's all I ever try to do. You know, people people get mad at me about stuff, and all I try to do is help these companies out. I don't get paid for it, unfortunately. Should but... it only works if you then eat it. Yeah, can you eat paper, Joel? I mean, can I? Yes, probably. Should I? No, absolutely. Why not? not? Don't be a coward. A bad idea. Why don't you eat paper? Uh, I don't feel well enough to eat paper. Take one of those bluey dollar bills and just shove it down your gullet. Go for it. Nah, eat it like a duck. I can't do. I I don't feel well enough. To, if I was feeling a little bit better, I would entertain this a little Look bit. I feel terrible. Just excuses after excuses. Well, I don't feel good. 
if WWE can get Okada, Okada versus Cody at WrestleMania, but he's the Look, pain. I did this. Cody. I did this bit too of Cody goes to Triple H and he's like, lost out on my Roman match. I did win the Rumble. I need a big match. Why don't I have a WrestleMania match? Why am I not booked for WrestleMania? Triple H is like, you're a big star, Cody. I'm going to give you your own stage at WrestleMania. I'm going to give you your own main event match. And we're, we're going to make it rain. You know, you got to do the subtle reference. We're going to make it rain at WrestleMania, Cody. You and your opponent, main event type match. And then everyone knows who it is. Cody's standing in the ring. He's waiting. He's waiting. The coin drops. And Cody's shocked. But then he starts laughing. Here comes Okada. Big rainmaker entrance. Okada wins. They do a rematch. Okada wins. They do a rematch inside Hell in a Cell. Okada enters with a torn ACL. My God. Okada wins. Wait a minute. And then Okada returns the following year to win the Royal Rumble. And then they give Cody the WWE World Heavyweight Intercontinental Junior Championship. Because Roman still hasn't lost. And I don't know what they're doing with the other belt. There is no other belt. I don't know what you're talking about. Chitown Spurs also says the most WWE fans have no idea who Kazuchika Okada is. I mean, it's a fair statement. He's not entirely wrong. But when you bring him out to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, everyone's going to get a video package, right? They're going to show all of his best, his hits. And they're just going just gonna to be, it's going to be Bronson Reed. I don't think no one him. knows who Okada is. I think there is a large subject, subsection of the WWE audience that would not know. Do I think that they would then try to educate each other in the crowd and make it a thing? Sure. Could Okada do it on his own, make it, making himself a big deal in his debut match? Of course he could. You can easily do that. But you're right. There is a certain amount of... Um, there are a certain amount of fans who will know, and there are a certain amount of fans who will not know. Kazuchika Okada has been on AEW programming. He's been on a couple of their pay-per-views, and there is some crossover there. As a result, it's an easier move to have Okada show up in AEW and just move from there. At that I think- point, I'm also wondering, what's the point? I mean, financially, I get it. But creatively, it's like, what? what's the point? Most of your talent is already accessible to you, especially top-tier talent, has already been accessible to you via the new Japan AEW partnership. Wait, so what wait, are you doing? If you're saying AEW, what's the point? I'm saying Okada goes to AEW. At that point, what's the point creatively for Okada? Because financially, I get it. The but point, creatively, what are we Dope ass matches, Joel. Those dope ass matches could already happen is the point I'm trying not to Not with the regularity, not on television. You know? No, that's really what I want to see is, is those matches with regularity, those special matches with regularity. You don't want to see Okada and Trent? Tony loves Trent. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. I'm going to see Okada versus Hook. It looks good. He's going to get put into the money clip for 30 minutes. And then when they do the one, and he, okay, Hook is just going to freak out and he's going to Hulk up. And then he's going to get hit with the with 30 Rainmakers and still kick out a two. The, the point is... The point is you add talent whenever you can add talent. That's the point. I get it. I do. I'm just saying there are, there are so many ways to do it. And I just wonder what the, what the vision is. What is the vision? Sure. would rule. That'd be great. Sure. Whatever y'all say. Why do you hate Trent? I'm going to tell Tony Khan you hate Trent. Go ahead. Tell him. It's not that I hate Trent. It's that I don't like the Trent suddenly. Where? where, No, we had this conversation already. No, go for it, Joel. The Continental Classic, the the, the Continental Crown, the Triple Crown. 
I can say, what are we doing with it? But like, yeah, he put it up last week against Trent, but Trent won a four-way match against a bunch of losers. And what are we, what is the importance of this title? (sighs) Hint, there is no importance. They did, they did drop the ball a little bit of Brody King, not immediately stepping to Eddie Kingston and being like, dude, I beat your ass in this tournament. Give me my title shot. And then Eddie getting that win back. Like that's very simple right in front of you booking that, the G1 is, they do this all the time. Like, it's literally the point of the G1. Something all you fun. have to do, I will be okay. I will, I will put this aside if you tell me, or not tell me, if you build to a Brody King, Eddie Kingston match at Revolution. If you tell the story and you get there, that will be great. Problem is, House of Black has three and cm garcia or F, sorry not cm ftr fd garcia are three so eddie doesn't really fit in and eddie i'm sure is like oh forget those ftr guys they're too they're too good or whatever he's doing but uh yeah i just i need the brody king match because it makes sense and because it works and it was a good match do it again Eddie gets his win back at, Re- at revolution that's fine but don't tell me that trent was the 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 guy to do the first match when Eddie had gone through this grueling tournament, faced top level talent, and you're trying to get over a new championship in AEW. And now you just made it look like the European championship, literally, because there is a, uh, not literally, but because there is an international flair to it with the open strong title. Somebody said, I love Joel's anti banger agenda rules. Hey, Joel, why do you hate good wrestling? That's my job. Because <laughs> any match that's over 17 minutes is too long. We've been through this. Hated this match. It wasn't for me. Five stars. That's pretty much typical of what we expect here. I tried burying uh, Moxley and Shingo. SP3 got very mad at me. What's well, it because like, of Shingo? Uh, I like, hated this match. Wasn't for me. Skewers, finisher kickouts. Kind of an awful match. Five and a half stars. I was just reminded of the 30 egg challenge that was supposed to happen. What challenge? Oh, the egg. Yeah. I got, I've been too sick for all this stuff, man. Like the, my, my body is failing me. That makes me a baby face in, in pro wrestling kids, unprotected sex and, and body failure makes you a baby face. So I, I I'm total baby facing right now. I do a good Joan Rivers. What can I say? Old Jewish women got that down fact. <laughs> uh joel hates great wrestling that's that's i didn't i didn't actually bury shingo by the way i i said shingo uh was the best wrestler out of moxley okada and osprey i, wow. I actually put him over i just said the shingo and moxley match wasn't for me but i still gave it five and a half stars all right like don't 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 act like i i didn't like the match i i did like it i did i didn't like it but I recognized it was very good and the crowd was into it. Yes. Okay. I, I can recognize when a match is good, but I can also recognize when the storytelling is garbage. Well, Chisholm sent a super chat saying, I do think it's weird how wrestling fans act when a talent goes to AEW or WWE. They act like talent is dumb and have no brain. I don't necessarily think it's that. I just think they wonder what the motives are and also what went into the process of that talent choosing to go somewhere. And I'll give you a hint. Money. <laughs> I mean, what if Okada just wants to surf? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've been saying. He just wants to surf. When this whole thing started, I sent out a what tweet, it, like, let Okada surf. Who runs casinos? 
is Okada like Okada being a rainmaker and stuff? Like it feels like he'd be big at the casinos. All right. I did not see him at any casino in Las Vegas on uh, on Sunday. Maybe Monday. I don't know. I don't know where they put him either. On. What does Okada like to do in his free time? Let's look this up. What does can we get an answer to this? Kazuchika Okada do in his free time? I feel like most of these like informations are gonna be in like uh Japanese and I can't read Japanese. And if it's from Tokyo Sport, don't take it as gospel. Yeah, well, I mean, he might like you know uh, talk to. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, eh, there's not a whole lot of like what Okada actually does in like his free time. The Google says let me down here. Very sad. Well, whatever Okada likes to do, that's what should be offered to him. If he likes to surf, be like, hey, we'll run. We run California way more than this other company does. Come here. We'll make a man-made surf spot for you. Every venue we go to, there will be a surf zone for Okada. We'll call it Okada Surf Zone. Okada wants a skateboard. Oh, that'd be great. What if he wants to be? He wants to be at like children's parties. Remember Balloon, like Lil Kazu? Oh, yeah, he was so he was so depressed. But then again, it's wrestling, so maybe depression works. You gotta, you gotta that way. Yeah, I think you gotta move your head out of the way. There we go. There Okada, Okada balloons. There, there we go. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That gimmick is so fantastic. Someone was talking about that on a show I listened to the other day. <laughs> I want, I want. That's how I want him to come in WWE with the balloons and stuff. And be like, yeah, here we go. This is peak Okada. Doink right Okada. Peak oh, balloon. Okada. Call him, call him Okada Doink. <laughs> but then he spits mist at people because you got to do that gimmick. You if you're an Asian talent, you have to. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do that. What color mist? We we done the mist thing, but like. What color? What color mist could uh, Okada Okada spit at people? Pink. No, you know it'd be a good gimmick. You know it'd be a good gimmick. So he's got the balloons and stuff, but he pulls, you know, he pulls like an unblown balloon out of his pocket. He blows it up right in front of his opponent's face. He's like, one second, blow it up, tie it, and he pop pops it right in their face. What a move that would be. This is that would catch him way off guard. This is Okadoink. We're yeah, doing it. It'd be great. By the way, chat's got it. It's gold mist. Gold mist. Yeah, it's that's good. Mist. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Literally. What if he does like a, a what if he does like a two-face gimmick type of thing? Oh, of like uh, of like you start the match and Okada's like, wait. And he has a coin. He has a rainmaker, coin drop. And he's like, heads or tails. And then he flips the coin and it's either it's heads or tails, but you know, it's like always heads or whatever. And then he flips it over and he's like, it's heads. What does it mean? I don't know. But then he just like hits him immediately with a rainmaker and pins him. It's all just like tactics, right? It's all just like uh diversion tactic tactics so we can win matches. That'd be great. That's uh, a fantastic gimmick. I would ban you so fast if I didn't like you by soulable. We do oh, wrestling sucks. Are you kidding me? Awful. We're, I'm trying to make wrestling fun again. <laughs> oh, by these the way. People, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. These people online are arguing about kicking out at one. Like, who cares? This is great. This is Let, I, I want the dumbness in wrestling. Kicking out at one's not dumb, by the way. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to come up with, with new stuff. That's all. I'm sorry. I'm being attacked for presenting new ideas. Why are you booing me? I made right. way too many Kanye references on this show today. Yeah, it's not good to the Jew. Uh, I was going to say, 
the the real winner here is the company that tells Okada to ditch the money clip. That really is the winning company. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, if it's WWE, I'm going full bore with the money clip now. <laughs> They're going to make it the rest hold to end all rest. Yeah, holds. I'm They're flipping. They're going to go to commercial with it. They're going to go during PLEs. They're going to be like, oh, money clip. Time for a money break. It'll be great. I'm flipping how I feel about the money clip if he goes to WWE. If he goes to AEW, leave that money clip behind. If he goes to WWE, I need the money clip. Dude, John Cena with his shitty STF where he didn't lock that in at all. And you could hear him call a spot the entire time. He he did that. And look what a big star he is. So Okada can do his shitty money clip and be the biggest star in wrestling. Keep the money clip, Okada. Make it the finish. Honestly, make it the finish if he goes to WWE. The best promo will be when somebody in WWE is like, I'm just going to call you John Okada. that'll go from there and it'll be jbl who's now got josh briggs or whatever and it's gonna be jbl being like i'm gonna call you john your name is john okada and uh, people are gonna be like usa usa i want okada and WWE so bad they should do some of this dumb shit with him who cares (laughs) just do it if you're watching wwe make the play have not come out of WrestleMania. Just surprise everybody. Oh, my gosh. AEW uh, is just going to go cool, have cool matches. Oh, here's another four-star match. Another four-and-a-half-star match. Awesome. Cares. You're good wrestling nerds. JBL managing Okada would rule. Honestly, it would rule. Uh, by the way, uh, TNA did put up the entire Osprey Alexander two match, so that's up on their on their socials. Go watch that match; very good stuff. The reason I'm bringing it up is actually because, in regards to Okada potentially going to AEW, if he does land there, Ibu from WrestlePure has kind of pointed out that they've got Will Osprey, Jay White, Okada. The major names from a from New Japan have made their way over to AEW, and like the roster from New Japan with American familiarity kind of drops a bit. Now's a get ready for more fight. David Finlay, baby. So there's that, but also you know Ibu then says now's the time to put together a multi a multi promotion Forbidden Door, which I do agree with, and I bring up the Alexander Osprey matches because now they are at uh one and one. So they are tied. Now the rubber match could happen potentially at a event like Forbidden Door. Wait, who's tied? Uh, Osprey and Alexander. My oh, bad. I don't. If I said Okada, sorry. We've been talking about him a lot. Osprey Alexander is tied at one and one. So the rubber match would be potentially at a, a Forbidden Door event. And if TNA has some involvement, I'm always a fan of that. Dude. Like the top top talent, like Osprey's lose. Osprey's winning that match. Osprey would win it. I know that's fine, but I mean, because because again, you talk about American familiarity. People know Osprey over Alexander in this case. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not dumb. I get that, but you put that on a big stage like Forbidden Door. I think that's a great opportunity for someone like Josh Alexander. I don't think Tony has any real interest with working with TNA in that. How capacity. dare you? How I mean, dare look what you? happened. Look what happened last time. Tony and TNA worked together. He was on his television show burying the company. It's true. Well, it, well, he would like do the the, the big bicep man yeah. poses. Oh, come to TNA. I mean, I, something else. Big bicep Tony Khan just slanging dick all over Scott Demore's face during those promos. We'll send you Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega wins their title. And then Kenny Omega loses the title to Christian. 
He was like, yeah, we're not getting dropping this belt to none of your people. He's going to beat all your people. He'll drop our, the belt to one of our, your stars, to one of our stars, and then Christian can go lose. That's fine. Uh, Tony, Tony got no interest in in playing real, real graps with uh with TNA. He's little brother and the shit out of that company. Oh, come on. Be nice. Tony, Tony Khan's going to Demore like, hey, good to see you. big dog. And then he's putting him in a headlock, give him a noogie and everything. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's the size differential that gets me because Scott is A, older, and B, much thicker than Tony Khan. Doesn't matter, man. Them, them biceps, baby. That's awful. Oh, them biceps. The biceps and Tony Khan is about you know two, two, three, four feet taller than uh than Scott the more when he's standing on all that cash. So either way, I'm just thinking of that. But I think Ibu made a good point. I don't necessarily it doesn't have to be TNA, but you, you know they have their partnerships elsewhere outside of New Japan. So Forbidden Door being more of a Forbidden Door than just New Japan and the AEW, that'd be good. Yeah, they ain't. Tony ain't doing that nonsense. Okada, Okada versus, I don't know. Look, if TNA wants to eat some L's, then fine. TNA can come on board. They probably would, except but, for like, the knockouts match. They'll do Deanna versus Tasha Steels, and Tasha Steels will get the victory somehow. Nope. nope. They'll do Deanna versus Giselle Shaw, and Giselle Shaw will get the win somehow. Nope. They, none of them people is winning. None of them. Unless they're pinning another, unless they do a multi-person match and they're pinning another TNA person, they'll do Diana versus Jordan Grace, and Jordan Grace will get the win somehow. Nope, you could do Diana, Jordan, Giselle, and and Tony Storm for the knockouts title, and Jordan can pin Giselle. That's how go. that might happen. Look at that, we just booked it. This is just like Multiverse United all over again. Yeah, but like, man. They ain't coming in there to to lose to their talents. That's for sure. Yeah, TNA and ROH, that's it. And they still ain't taking no L's on that one. TNA wouldn't do it. That's the problem. Uh, Okada to MLW. This is my favorite because, no, uh, Okada's not problematic enough or needing a rehabbing to to join the company. Who could could get ready for Josh Alexander against uh, Dalton Castle, everybody? I love Dalton Castle, by the way. Sure. Dalton Castle's still going over in that bitch. What is it? Is it 2018 all over again? Look, them TNA dudes ain't taking them W's, man. J- just because they got their name back and they're crossing the line and everything. I matter. By the way, my power, once again, getting them to have the cross the line theme back. No, no, no. That You know what that was? That's what? two things. Me? Were, That's what it were, was. No, they were already playing that theme when they did the, uh, the Bound for Glory announcement. And then on top of that, they played it at every event from bound for glory until snake eyes and 98% sure that it was also an editing problem. <laughs> My power. Sure. Because the moment they said they were rebranding the TNA who was on podcast singing the theme me. Sure. I was, there's video evidence of this. Okay. So my power, I got the TNA cross the line theme back. I got the Fox box back. I legitimately think that was me. Fox box. Probably. I do. I should ask Garrett of like, hey, did my comment actually like suggest this to bring that back? I bring back all the good stuff, baby. All the stuff you love in AEW, my power. All the stuff you hate, not my fault. 
<laughs> That's probably me. Uh, Shai Tansberg says, what if a couple of evil EVPs need a wrestler to bring in to show the, the cancerous toxic superstars how it's done? Let's talk about Lay Young Bucks. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, rolled. Yes, I like what they're doing here. I can't even do it anymore because now it's very Vince McMahon. Like we, we, the, the mustaches were Vince McMahon pencil, pencil mustaches. He mustached you a question and he did. Um, I like where this is going because I have ideas and whether they pull them off or not, I don't know. Matthew and Nicholas Jackson are here to be the worst people you know running the company that you love and they want to get rid of those old guard jackasses that ruined AEW, but not Sting. Sting is just being made an example of. But then on the flip side, I do appreciate Sting and Darby saying we're going after the tag titles because now you give Sting and Darby the tag titles. They go against the Young Bucks at Revolution. The Bucks cheat to win. They are the tag champions. And you know who's going to inevitably beat them? Cope and Christian. That it's gonna that's gonna be the culmination, the big baby face moment where the old the old guys win and beat the evil young bucks. That's the part where that gets me every single time. But like the story, the story makes sense in its bubble. I'm wondering how they play it out, but I love what the Bucks are starting to work on. It wasn't perfect on Wednesday, but I like where this is how they this is how they start with Sting. We respect you, but you need to be made an example out of. This was good stuff. I agree with a shock there. At some point, I need to talk to him about that. Yes. At some point, our intro is going to change. Once Joel stops being, once he sends messages to people. I do send messages. Sometimes I can't because they're verified and I'm not. And they have verified only on. I need to talk to Tim about uh, doing that. This Young Bucks promo ruled. Absolutely ruled. The people who are going to get mad at this are the people who are going to get mad at anything they do. The same people are going to get mad of why are the young bucks things last match? Why, why, why do they get that honor of being things last match? And then you tell them, well, sting wanted to face them. And then they're like, well, they should have turned it down. Why, why did they accept that match? They should have, they should have not agreed to do it. So Sting could face somebody else. They're going to get mad. No matter what the young bucks do, the young bucks could cut a promo and said, we respect sting. We love Sting. We want Sting to stay around forever. We do accept his last match. They'd be like, oh, they didn't build any heat towards the match. Why are they being so respectful towards Sting? Instead, they're like, yeah, we do like Sting, but you know, these old fucks got to get out of here. We're going to super kick them out. We're tired of being, we're tired of being nice. We were here to change the world. This is why people fell in love with the Young Bucks. This is why the Young Bucks were able to, in part, start their own company. Because they cultivated a fan base by doing this shit. And bless them for it. It's very good. good. Bless them for it. Honestly. This is what worked for them. This is why they got to the level that they were out. Or that they are at. Because this is what people wanted. They wanted the, the counter to WWE. They wanted someone to go against all of this. This is what works. I get people might be mad at it. Whatever. They're again, they're gonna be mad at anything the young bucks do. They just are. Let them they're not gonna win. It, it is I listened to the interview with the Bucks and Swerve Strickland way back when. And Swerve was making a comparison to like Tom Brady and Eminem and stuff. He's like, these are two of the greatest to ever do what they do. And it's like you're gonna be you're gonna say Tom Brady sucks because he threw like you're going to discredit his entire legacy 
because he lost this one game or he threw this interception. You're going to say Eminem. You're going to discredit his entire legacy because he put out one bad song or he had one line that you weren't a fan of. It's dumb. The Young Bucks have gotten to this level because of shit like this. And they should be doing this stuff because this is where they're at their best. I loved it. I thought it was great. I know people are going to be of just like, why are they mentioning CM Punk? Why they do? I don't know. CM Punk's making jokes about like, who punches people backstage? Like, it's the same shit. They're not building a match. Clearly that ship has sailed. They found a way to get around it and make it topical at the same time while being that brand of petty that the Young Bucks are. Like, it works perfectly. This is what I'm really looking forward to. When the Bucks win the AEW Tag Team Championships at Revolution, the winners typically do press scrum. This version of the Young Bucks, these guys I want in a press scrum. I don't think they're going to do. I don't think they're going to do the scrum though. I think they're going to do Sting, and I think they're going to do Sting and Darby still because it's Sting's last match. This is why I wish they would separate and do a media day, like a junket day, and then do a press conference similar to what WWE does for the big big events, so that you can put Sting out before the match. You could do maybe after, but like. I just I I want the Bucks more present in the scrum room, especially this way, because now they can get away with just being those pretentious dick bags or just the sarcastic assholes that they, they sometimes should, are. They should just no comment. Everybody. Oh, perfect! Five <laughs> minutes of that, and you know what? Uh, listen, people will be like, "That was so stupid," and the rest of us will be like, "No, no, that was a good bit." And as long as it didn't overstay its welcome, we'll let it go. We will be fine with it because we know what these stupid press scrums are. Someone asks a question, and it's like perfectly normal. Like, how do you feel being the new AEW World Tag Team Champions? No comment. They're just eating muffins. Yes. And no commenting everything. Perfect. Be great. That's what I want. That's all I need, and I will be over the moon. Will Washington, I know you're watching. Make it happen. (laughs) But they don't, and then they offer water to the, the journalist. And then they take it away. They're like, ha you idiots don't get Sons water. <laughs> I would just freak out if I were in that room. <laughs> I'd blow a gasket. Truthfully, uh, though, okay, like, now we're going to talk about this. Action Andretti should be at these press conferences handing out water to everybody. This man's a hydration lover. Uh, great, great bit. Just go, here's the water for you. Here's water for you. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. And then everybody wins on that yeah, well that's why I, that's why action andretti is never on these press scrums because then you'd have to actually fulfill the bit okay. and aw doesn't have the the, the resources to give you all these great ideas money. i continue to give these companies we're just working on it man we're just yeah. doing our best uh I, I love the young bucks promo i look forward to the match against sting and darby i assume now it will be for the tag team titles because uh sting darby said we're going for the tag team titles um and good they should be going for the tag team titles they're undefeated I love Ricky Starks and Big Bill, but like, that's kind of been a miss of a rain. Yeah, it's time to move on from them. Uh, and listen, I'm just glad that they didn't switch the tag titles this past weekend. Meanwhile, you got Chris Jericho coming back and being like, Sammy Guevara got hurt, and it's because of Don Callis' family. And it's like, well, no, no it's because Sammy Guevara did a stupid stunt off the top of the ladder. And then, then But if he had landed on Ricky Starks, it would have been okay. Yeah, that's typically how it works. When you land on a body, you're going to be fine. No one ever gets hurt landing on each other. Ugh. Yeah, that one's still going. Yeah, still going. Don Callis and Chris Jericho. 
fucking Energizer Bunny feuds over here. Shit just keeps going. Just let these old men go away. Just let these old bastards go. Put them out to pasture. Look, if Takeshka, if this ends with a victory of Takeshka basically squashing Jericho, I know they did that with Hobbs, but if they do that with Takeshka and then we move on, I'm cool with it. The problem is it probably won't be, and even if it is, I don't have a lot of faith that the follow-up's going to be great based on what we've seen with Takeshka and Hobbs and the non-Callus family. I hope they prove me wrong. Uh, is the pain maker undefeated? Uh, he better not bring that dumb shit out. Oh, you know he is. Everything he said in that promo pointed to the Painmaker gimmick coming back for this match. You imply like, that I listened to that promo. The promo was basically him being like, we're going to use barbed wire bats. Are we going to use glass? Are we going to use thumbtacks? Like he basically just, he laid it out that they're going to do a hardcore match and that he's going to do the Painmaker gimmick. And if Jericho is, I don't know if he's undefeated as he is. I'm, I'm almost certain that he is. That's unfortunate. And if that's the case, then we're going to see either Takeshita beats Jericho and un- makes it, you know, it's a defeatable gimmick, or and that and Jericho finally, you know, well, I can't say finally does something for someone because we don't know what happens afterwards. Uh, or then Jericho gets the win again, and we continue the cycle of saying, what has Chris Jericho done for younger wrestlers in AEW? What if it's Takeshita and Hobbs against the Painmaker and the Rainmaker? And then Okada turns on Jericho and we never see Chris Jericho again. That'd be great. Except Okada would join the Jericho Appreciation Society. We never see him again. And he doesn't join the Don Callis family, by the way. Don Callis is all excited. Yeah, we got Okada. We got, and then he takes out Don Callis and and Takeshka and Hobbs. And we start at Okada against Hobbs and Takeshka feud. And who's Okada's tag team partner, Joel? who trent because tony loves trent and he and they're all in chaos you son of a bitch <laughs> uh jericho kata is what they would call the team terrible. it is so is the idea of jericho and okada together what's going to be upsetting is jericho trying to do talk as jericho with okada as the first interview oh it's gonna be garbage such garbage trent we need more trent stop it how does Joel kick Jericho out of AEW? I do what happened on Battle of the Boards, and I keep him out. I tell him he's done, and he's gone for nine months. Let's go. Oh, God. Uh, anything else on the Young Bucks? They rule. I hope they do more stuff like this. I hope they just continue to lean into all of it and piss off the people who are already going to be mad about this stuff. Like, What other Vincisms? do you think they'll bring in? Cause they did the, we wouldn't do anything that we wouldn't do ourselves. They use that one. I need them one week. If BT, if they take it back, they take it back from dark order by going up to them and saying, you got to puke. He's going to, he's got, he's got a, he's got a puke. He's got a puke. And they just do that for five solid minutes on BTE to take back their show. Yeah. No sneezing is a That's good one a for sure. Yeah. No yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, steak wraps and ketchup. Steak wraps and ketchup. Yep, exactly, exactly. This is it's fantastic. Again, the people who don't like it, they don't like anything that AEW does. You don't need to listen to those people. Who cares? There's people out there who do give real constructive criticism to AEW, and then there's people who do bad faith nonsense, and you got to differentiate and learn how to separate the two and learn who is actually giving the real criticism 
and who's doing the bad faith nonsense. It's pretty easy to tell. It's honestly pretty easy to tell. Just scroll the timeline a little bit. Yep. Normally they, they put botches in their name and stuff like that. Yeah. Or yeah. heal. I'm just being a heel on the internet. Don't worry about me. It's always great that these dorks reply to me and it's like, yeah, I stand with you against this AEW stuff. I'm like, dog, did you read this new bit I got going, by the way, Joel, to spoil it for everybody. Okay. The the hook, the hook bit that I did. Oh, masterful bullshit. I love it. So, you know, I, I got the, I got, I'm a paid engagement account. Some people take me serious for some reason, but like, it's great that I can go over the 280 limit so I can just bullshit for the 280 and then you click and then it's like, nah, here's what I actually feel. The people I get that don't click it, that just like read the first 280 and don't click to see the more are like, I agree with you. You know, the big WWE fans or the AEW haters, like I agree with you. Yeah. Hook should have never kicked out at one. And then there's the AEW fans who are like, cry more about it. I'm just like, you either don't get the bit or you just didn't click. Like, it says show more for a reason. You know, like, I'm just going to pop myself on this stuff. People people were legitimately bad about like hook kicking out at one. Like, who gives a shit? In the moment, I was kind (laughs) of like, oh, why'd they do that? I wasn't like upset, like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. But I was kind of like, what did this accomplish? And then I heard the crowd and I was like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, I get it. Like, I get it. They, they did it and that was cool. They also had to follow up on it and make Hook a more uh, viable star, right? They, they got to do more, either get the FTW title, enact, deactivate it or do something with it. Don't, you know what? Don't even use the title. Don't make, just build Hook. Go after Orange Cassidy next. Whatever it is. They got to do something with Hook. And this was a moment to build Hook and give him more. And I, again, in the moment, I was like, the hell? And then I saw the reaction. I said, okay, this works. Why not do this? I like that. It got the reaction they were going for. Hook looked like a bigger star coming out of it. I'm with you. I say it all the time. Okay, well, now what's next? What is next for this person? Because you can't just shelf Hook for two months and then, hey, here's Hook. He's the FTW champion. Let's put him in some random-ass match against these jobbers and, and have him win in two seconds. Like You can't do that anymore. You've, you've said this guy is a main event player. I understand he's going to get knocked down a level because this match knocked him down a level. Like He jumped up to the main event, but knocked down. So he's there, but he was here with the FTW championship. I don't even need him beating like Orange Cassidy or anything. I don't need him... I don't need him going after another title. Do I think you should get the FTW title off him? Yes, because I don't see the point of that title anyway. But if you want to try to upgrade the FTW championship, like, fine, whatever. There's too many titles. Just give him something substantial. Give him some a feud that you can sink into. What that is, that's something for creative to, to figure out. Like, maybe... Maybe that's uh you know people are saying like Eddie Kingston and get an Orange Cassidy. Probably everybody just wants to do title, 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 title. Because there's a billion titles in AEW, so that's kind of the reason why. Yeah, I get that. But like I don't even think he needs a title or anything because you can build other stuff without leaning so much on these titles. What if it's Claudio? Claudio walks up to him and Claudio is like bit off more than you chew against Samoa Joe. I see. Claudio's just kind of a dick. Like these Blackpool guys, they're 
in between faces, heels, and everything. He just Hook just uh, beat Yuta, right? At, at World's End, he beat Yuta. So Claudia's like bit off more than you do against Samoa Joe. Like now you see what that next level is like. And Hook's like, you know, he eats his chips. He's pizza. Like, He's graduated to pizza now. Okay, well, he's eating pizza, he's eating yeah. chips, whatever. And he, they can curse on AW. So just like, fuck you. I don't think you can do that far. Why not? They say fuck all the time on that show. They, done, they did it twice, and that was yeah. was engaged. I don't think that's going to work. Uh, all right, all right, fine. He can just go, who the fuck are you? Oh, wait, that's... Oh, no, we're still doing the F-bombs. <laughs> I can see the golden dollar signs now. <laughs> All right, whatever. He's like, sure. Now that sucks. He says, fuck you. He gets away with it. All right. He says it. He says it. And then you you do a Claudio and, and Hook kind of mini feud in match. And Hook wins that. I'm cool with that. You can have the FTW title there if you really needed to. Again, I don't think it's a necessary thing. So, but- so this, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. This, I think, would work perfectly. You do a backstage segment. Hook is with his dad earlier in the day, and he gives his dad the FTW title and says, I don't deserve this. I tried, but I need to be more focused. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for giving me this. This is yours. This is not mine. And then no. baby face Hook. I'm not I don't know what the verbiage is. I don't care. It could be as much as like I like thank you. And he gives it back to Taz. That's it. And then he turns around and Claudio's right there. And that's where you start the bit off more than you can chew. No. Yes, because you want to get that stupid title off of Hook. I know. I got I got how you get the title off of him. He throws it into the garbage and hacksaw Jim Duggan finds it. Taz comes up to Hook. And Taz is like, You did well with this title. It's an unsanctioned title. I thought you needed this. You've proven that you don't need this title. Like this title is now distracting you. It's holding you back. I'm going to take it back and I'm going to retire this title. And he takes it back from him. And Hook is eating his chips and he's like, fuck you. Stop it. (laughs) I knew that was coming. I knew it. And I did nothing to stop it. But then you get the title off of him. There, you, I got the title off of him. Anyway, that's just a way to get that title off of him and just be like, thank you, dad. And then nah, you I know the thank you, dad. You baby face hook already. So you nonsense. may as well just be like a thank you and then let it let it play out with the Claudio stuff. I, I do like need, him going after that. The Woodland Critters as they are now. I don't need him the baby. Like, oh, thanks, dad, for this cool They're not gonna hug. giving me this title. Ha ha. <laughs> They're not going to I'm proud of you, son. And then they hug and Taz cries. And he's like, you turn that fucking camera off. It's got to end. It's got to end. What if, what if, what if, what if Claudio comes up? Yeah. What if he just steals the belt? It's a belt stealing angle. You love these, Joel. No. He steals the FTW title. No, please. No. Please. No. Adam Cole shows up and he says, yoink. And that's it. They steal the FTW title. And Taz is like, you're going to go get that back? And Hook eats his chips or his pizza. And he says, fuck you. <laughs> I need to, I'm going to invest in a sensor button for you. There is a deck. There is a, there is, it's not a stream. Oh, deck. can we add that? That'd be great. That'd be a cool bit on the show. If like, so, I just. So there is a soundboard that exists. Yeah. 
where you you need a proper microphone for this, not a USB one, where like you can press a button and it sensors for you. There's there's a there's a company that makes it. But yeah. Can't can't you just put it on like the the background music? What if it's just like a drop on that? No, because we've done this before with other things, and it always comes. Remember the horn when we used to do newsworthy? Yeah, 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 and it would sound awful, and it would just reverberate in your ears. What is the horn? What if I hit the horn? Hold on. Do we Sorry, the horn. Yeah, I'm gonna hit it. Hold on. Okay. Oh, it's got fixed. <laughs> No, because then it blocks everything out. Oh, I gotta pause it. Okay, sorry. Well, I yeah, it be a shorter, yeah. But also, you gotta make you gotta hit it yourself because I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll hit it myself. I know what I'm gonna curse. Most oh, okay. Of the time. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it looped? This is all. Yeah, it loops. Like you gotta like press turn it. Off the loop. Yeah, I turn yeah off. you gotta. Can you turn off? <laughs> oh, you can hit like loop track. Yeah, yeah you can loop. I unlooped it. Oh, well, I did too, but like it's still just it loops it regardless. <laughs> this is how we're spending our time. Hold on, what I'm gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so add a add a uh, add a add a add a bleep button, Joel. Sure, I'll go find. I sure I have one already. Um, Wilkins sent a super chat earlier saying, "I'm sorry, what's the end game with Chris Jericho? It's been six months, not good. The end game is hopefully Takeshita beats him." as the pain maker Takeshita not being the pain maker Jericho being the pain maker and then we move away from this garbage what if Chris Jericho oh, walks up to hook I don't have the sensor stop please for god's sake and Jericho is like really he impressed why he just says gfy he hands him the shirt he walks off that's it Jericho says I'm really impressed I'd like to you know recruit you for the the new Jericho Appreciation Society. I need a tag team partner to face to to face Hobbs and Takeshka. And Hook is eating his chips, his pizza, and he's like, fuck you. Why? <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> Why are you doing this? What? I feel people would pop for that. Are you kidding me? Not me. But I would Hook's pop. Hook's my favorite wrestler. Hook, every time. Hook rules. Hook, anytime Hook has any interaction with anyone else moving forward, it's just him dropping an F-bomb. Yeah. Tony Khan now accompanies Hook to every single appearance, every single show. Uh, and when he's live, he's like, no, no, no. And Hook is just like, oh. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, you got to talk for a little bit, Joel. Do I have to? Are you yeah, going yeah. to get a sensor button? What are we doing here? Uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm doing, I'm doing something. All right. Well, while you do that thing, I mean, Jericho. I don't want to talk about him, but uh, yeah, you, you, that's a thing. Hey, Hook, how's it going? F you. That's the whole time. It's just Hook. Yeah. Every single time he opens his mouth, it's like Hook. Earlier today, da 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 da. Cameras caught you. Da 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 da. What's your next plan? And Hook is just like. F you and he just walks off the shot and then it comes Trent and he's like I'm going to challenge for the world title next ah, Trent my and guy off my TV. <laughs> oh, I can't do it did you find what you're looking for I did it's going to take me a little minute like I should probably do this like after the show but well, is this it's a video? In my brain is this a video you're uploading 
Yeah, I got, I got. Don't worry about me, Joel. Do, do run the I, show I or do whatever you're, you're supposed to be doing. I don't know how fast your potato internet is. Mine is much faster than yours. Uh, it's working. It's working on things. It's going. Yeah, it's going. We're oh, cooking. Okay. All right. Oh, I. What else are we talking about? I don't know, but this is a good question. Kai's asking, have they done anything about Angelo Parker being sexually harassed by, I assume, Harley Cameron? I forget her name. I thought that was stupid. It was. That's a rampage. Tune in tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, AEW Rampage live on TNT to see more of Angelo Parker and Harley Cameron uh, doing stuff. Doing stuff. Is it yeah. going to be like over the pants stuff, under the pants stuff? What are we talking about here? It's 10 o'clock on. Okay, 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 okay. So they're doing stuff, and then Harley Cameron walks away, and then Angelo Parker walks up to Hook. Why and is Angelo Hook Parker. There? What? Why is Hook there? Hook's just chilling. Okay. And Angelo Parker. Angelo Parker is like, what was that all about? And Hook, he's eating his chips, and he's like, she wants to fuck you. I hate it here so much. <laughs> oh, man. Right? That works. I don't think that's it. I don't what think do you mean it. that works? I don't think that's how it goes. I don't think it, yeah, Hook is watching. <laughs> Oh God! If you have children and they tune in with to the show with you, I'm so sorry. We do say it's not for children, but also we don't say anything about it minivan friendliness. So uh, just the way it is. I feel like it works. Sure for you. Uh, the match itself with Mimosa Joe and Hook was good. They they had Joe beat the crap out of Hook. They didn't beat beat him down, but they did beat him down. Uh, overall, you know Joe's first defense. No one was really you know thinking that Joe was going to drop title to hook that quickly. But I think for all it was, it was a, a solid match. It was good stuff and it made hook look good. Really. The story coming out of it is uh hangman TA and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Strickland. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Swerve. Cause Swerve's getting them dark eyebrows going or his dark eyes going. What, yeah. What, what, are, what are we doing with Swerve? Is he joining the house of black? Is that what's that going was, on? That was weird. Did he get missed it at one point and we just forgot about it. Maybe. Yeah, what do you think about uh, about how that was playing out? And what's going on next? Uh, I like that we got multiple challengers for Samoa Joe. I think it's going to lead to a three way match uh, at at Revolution. That's that's my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't. Otherwise, like you're probably doing a singles match again between Sir Swerve and Hangman. Don't love either Swerve losing that or Hangman losing a third. But maybe like. Swerve is just the guy that Hangman can't beat. Um, you know, Hang- Swerve said as much. He's like, I would take Hangman against God's army and God himself. Wouldn't take him against me. Um, so, But I think it's going to be a three-way match. And then we'll see ha- how they decide to go, who they decide to keep the belt on Joe, or if they decide to switch it over to, to Swerve or Hangman. Swerve feels like the guy, but Joe also still feels like the guy. Hangman feels a little level level below right now. I'm wondering how we get the number one contendership. I don't hate the idea of a triple threat, but I also don't like the idea of doing hangman and swerve three, knowing that hangman has already lost two. It's almost defeating of the point unless hangman pulls out this like huge masterful victory. And it's like a big deal, but then you still got to go up against Joe. I don't know what, I don't know how it looks. I just know that I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't want a triple threat. That's really what it comes down to. Why not? 
I don't I don't love triple threat matches because triple threat matches in history usually meant we didn't know who we wanted uh we we, we didn't want to have someone need a pin definitively. We didn't want to we didn't want someone to lose, so we put in a third person just to eat the pin or we didn't have um it's not about not having a plan, but it was just like we we we're not ready to pull the trigger on this yet. Well, if you're not ready to pull the trigger on this yet as a as a one-on-one match, then find a different one-on-one match to do and do something else. Because a triple threat match just creates this like weird nebulous can, what are we doing situation. You can tell a story off of it in in the fact of like let's say Hangman pins Samoa Joe in the triple threat match. Swerve is like you pin Joe Still, they beat me, dude. And then you set up more Swerve and Hangman. You set up another match between them. And that's a big-time match for the title. Maybe a double or nothing. Like, they, you can tell stories off of triple threat matches. I guess. I just, I've never really enjoyed them. And I see someone in the chat saying... Joel hates three ways, confirmed. Well, anyway, uh, everyone loved Cody Seth three times. I didn't love it three times. I think the one godsend that they had was that Cody injured himself. Cody got injured, and then that added the much needed drama to the third match because otherwise everyone was like why are we doing this again like you lost twice what, what what's this for and it just became the gravitas of cody being so injured with the pec injury that everyone not not everyone but most people were like okay now this match is cool because there's extra added drama and i think that was helpful for their match otherwise when we got to the third everyone was like can we just move on like cody's won it's 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 over mathematically well, it was over. And then Cody went away for eight months. Eight months. But that, that bloody titty action. Seth should have won that match. The bloody titty match? Yeah. Yeah. Well, adversity. Well, it's, it's fine. Cody Okada is going to come into WWE. He's going to beat Cody three times, one with the torn ACL. And uh, it's going to be like the bloody sock, the Kurt, the Kurt Schilling game. We're, we're going to know it because of uh, the bloody sock. Yep. That's what I'm in for. Uh, Chai Town Spurs sent a super chat saying Britt Baker needs to come back with a fake Groucho Marx mustache to preserve the AEW mustache. Community. Oh, buddy, the continuity of the mustache. Everyone's saying, you know, all the EVPs need to come back with those dickhead mustaches. Problem is, Hangman's not an EVP, so you can't have him looped in with the Young Bucks and potentially. Yeah, I don't want them to have yeah. them working together. I'm fine with Kenny coming back with one. Hopefully, he can come back sooner than later and join the Bucks in this whole tirade all their shenanigans and then tony's got to show up with the big mustache and just be like tony's not an evp though he's not an evp he is his right he is the president and owner yeah, and higher CEO than that. and yeah he is he's the man but the point is yeah the shot it's the shad Khan mustache they all need to come up with the big ones uh and yeah so I, I i don't think hangman should be a part of this whole thing hangman's not an evp he's 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 a friend of the bucks and kenny he is the elite but he's not the elite vp no he's not i don't want him with that group right now, because I still think they should be baby facing, uh, baby facing hangman. And they're trying. The problem is, people really love Samoa Joe and Swerve Strickland. Uh, and so hangman doesn't feel like the big baby face here. Uh, you know, we'll see if they can kind of get him not more over, but, but get him to where he feels like he's on the level with them. I'm not saying he like, he just feels a, a tinge below. It's not like he's way down here or anything, but Swerve and Joe are getting the bigger reactions and people are like, oh, cool, like Hangman's here. I really want to see Swerve and Joe. I would love a nuanced Hangman story similar to what they're doing with Drew McIntyre, where like he's Drew saying things that are 
that are factual, that are true, that are rooted in reality. But then they he pulls the rug out from under you and makes himself a bigger dick. If they're going to do with that with Hangman as a turn, you give him that shades of gray because he has every right to feel the way he is, to be frustrated, keeps losing, keeps being associated with the people who are being total dorks to him, uh, being that being the Dark Order and, and the Bucks to a certain degree. And like he can go off and be a little bit pissed off. Pissed off Hangman is fine. But I also agree that we... We need a, a super over white meat baby face. And Hangman has been that guy time and again. Or is it Most time right for now. a character change? Not right now. That's what I'm saying. Now we do this Shades of Grey and let Hangman go on this <laughs> journey. But I, that's my problem is that I don't necessarily trust AEW's storytelling right now or character development to get us to that point. I like that Hangman's trying something. I think I think he can be the like super pissed off baby face of like... I tried to do good by the Young Bucks. Look where that got me. I tried to do good by the Dark Order. It got me to a certain level, but then look where they're at now. I tried to do good for this company. And it, like you can almost do a Shades of Grey babyface. Drew McIntyre is doing a good Shades of Grey heel right now. You could do a Shades of Grey babyface because the people he's talking about are all heels. Right. So it's very easy to do while drew what he's doing the people he's talking about when it comes to like jay uso there he's a baby face and cody baby face cm punk more or less a baby face so you can do this shades of gray thing it's very much austin of austin is he wants to kick ass he feels he's wronged and everything it's not austin nobody will say it's like shades of gray but he felt like a big time baby face he was because the people he was channeling that against were heels the people that hangman's channeling against right now whether it's the bucks dark order swerve joe are heels one of the issues and this is not hangman's issue this isn't even like a big time AEW issue it's just kind of a crowd issue i hate to blame the crowd for this no you can it's true we've talked about it it's it's accurate they want to cheer joe and swerve so like what hangman is saying is like uh we still love so and samoa joe and swerve strickland even though Joe and Swerve are being jerks, Swerve's, you know, bursting into his house and stuff. They're being dicks about things. You got to continue to heal Joe and Swerve as much as you can. Recognize they're probably going to get cheers because people just love to cheer them, but still go with a full plan of baby facing hangman. You can't, I'm not saying let the crowd dictate you. But you can't just be like, all right, we're going to babyface Swerve and Joe because the crowd is just kind of cheering that because they're good wrestlers, despite what their actions say. You can't let that like dictate what you want to do with these actual characters. you got to trust that they will start to kind of turn on these characters a little bit as long as they continue to give, you continue to give them a reason to, to turn on them. And Because yeah. like, they do it with Christian just fine. Christian will still get, he'll get some cheers, but like they recognize Christian sucks and they, he should be booed and everything. You got to just kind of continue to roll with that. And the problem is Samoa Joe drops a lot of truth bombs and people are like, we love Samoa Joe. Swerve Strickland does the, does all that. He doesn't do it, but like, yeah, they love, say, him specifically. No, but, nah, he doesn't but they, they love that. They love him as a wrestler. They want him. It's the, you deserve it ruined wrestling all right that that's that's where i'm at this is my this is my uh off my lawn soapbox here 
you deserve it ruined wrestling because people got too tied into oh bray wyatt won the won the world title you deserve it you deserve like oh man like these guys are being booked a certain way well joel just left joel deserves to, to get kicked off here i don't know what happened with joel that was very strange anyway you deserve it ruined wrestling because people the crowd took it didn't matter whether they were babyface or a heel the crowd just saw the the totality of the journey there and they were like oh even though this person sucks and is despicable and has done all these terrible things we've been with you through this entire journey and now it's you deserve it you deserve it it's like no man you can boo this person for being this despicable person they don't deserve this title they won the title because that's what the company decided at that time but they didn't deserve the title off of this they have some respect for the kayfabe of wrestling and boo the person who cheated boo the person who cheated to win the title in this manner boo the person who put their family their friends their co-workers on the line uh, to get this championship who broke into houses to get this championship. Boo that person. I'm like, you deserve it. You deserve it. That's what I love when the after the you deserve it chance, you know, the 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 heel is like, no, I didn't des- I, yes, I do deserve this, but also I earned this. Like, and it's not you people didn't help me win this. I did this through sheer hard work by sacrificing whatever I need to, whoever I needed to, to win this title. Quit chanting you deserve it. And quit chanting we want tables. That chant sucks. The only chant that is justified is this is awesome. Yeah, no, and then also stop chanting fight forever. They cannot fight forever. They cannot physically fight forever. You can try, but you cannot fight forever. Uh, I apologize. Yeah, people stopped playing that game months ago. <laughs> That's true. Now they're down to 15 people, which is like basically how many people are at the arenas nowadays, right? Oh, I'm sorry. That was really mean. Uh, no, I, I apologize. I actually, I, I, pressed my 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 uh, back button accidentally wow. on my browser so that's why jeremy <laughs> went solo for that rant for a good solid 30 seconds it's better that um, way. it was yeah. better that way i kind of i, I was kind of happy to do that in the moment because it was a good rant uh jeremy jeremy was clip well- that make that a shorts uh, all my hot takes go talk to cookie guy yeah okay you'll just eat it we just spent 25 minutes praising the show shut your mouth <laughs> Well, I want to acknowledge these people. Just, this people... is one of those times where I've spent so many hours where we actually have said the product is st- isn't working in one way, shape, or another. I also literally brought up a WWE example. Like, don't acknowledge these people. Joel. I just need just... To, I just need to bring this up so people know how big of a dork they come off when they write this shit. Just don't don't worry about it. You know what? You know what you should do, Joel. Have Jericho challenge Hangman, and that'll get them back on track. <laughs> I think that's the answer right there. See, this person admitted they just started watching two minutes ago, so they heard me talking about this stuff. Well, I watched it earlier. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying, Joel. Watch the YouTube cuts. Watch the YouTube cuts. They admitted they they read the headline and didn't read the article. The so worst. Just stop, the Joel. Worst. Just stop acknowledging this stuff. The worst. Stop acknowledging this. The stuff, worst. Joel. And then they walk up to Hook, and Hook says. No, 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 Joel. So, so yeah, the, these AEW haters, these AEW haters, right? I like A and W. 
I mean, not the one that's near me. It's too expensive. But other ones, those are good. We want table chance is 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 the worst. If you jumped in for the Okada news, you're going to be really disappointed. You're yeah, gonna have to have, can I give you the first hour of the show, maybe? Yeah. This is this is a two-hour show, and we talked about Okada for the first uh, half hour or so. A lot of wire references as well. <laughs> the best Here's thing. how Okada... Here, you, I'll, I'll bring Okada. Here's how Okada should debut. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okada comes in, and he's playing. he's playing dice. Right, he's playing dice on the corner. I'm tying in the wire references as well, baby. This is how we work here. Let's go. He's playing dice on the corner. He's selling dope, making sure the count is right. Don't fuck up the count. It's a lesson from the wire. Don't, don't mess up the count. Okada's on the corner, selling the drugs, making the money. Comes up to another corner. Who's there? It's Hook. Okada says, "Okada's a big boss." Okada says, "The Hook." So you got the money. Is the count right? You got the count. Hook's got the money. Hands him the money. Eats his chips. Is the money in a clip? Maybe. Okada's like, don't mess up the count. Okada's like, you got the money. How's everything doing today? The the, the product moving? You making sure the fiends are fiending? Hook hands him the money. Eats his chips or his pizza. What does Hook say? You. Just a quick... That is awful. Please don't do that. I will get you the audio. Please don't do that again. It didn't cut the way I thought it was going to cut once I uploaded it. I could have told you that. What happened? Gotta say, thought that was going to hit a little bit better. That's my bad, y'all. That's my bad. Just ruined everything. It didn't clip. It didn't. the The clip did not clip. The clip wasn't clipping. So anyway, Okada says the hook. You got the money, and Hook says, "Fuck you." I hate you so much. <laughs> I had to save that one because the, the clip didn't work to the way I needed it to. So, uh. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate this show so much. <laughs> uh, what else? Was there anything else with Dynamite that we uh, that we should really hit on? That was great. Dude, Tony Storm. Tony. I hated Dynamite. I hated all of it. I hate <laughs> AEW. Yeah. That's true. I knew that. Uh, but we love talking about Okada. So here we are. Uh, Diana Perazzo is, is Donna Palazzo going to get punched in the box by Tony Storm? A good cunt punch never hurt anybody, you know? Insane. People were like, oh, the, uh, the, the, is he going to punch her in the butt? I'm like, not what she said. Not what she said. Match was fine. Anna Jay lost. You had to tune in to AEW Dynamite live at 8 p.m. Eastern to see if Anna J was going to lose. <laughs> we we tried to warn you. We tried to tell you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, it was fine. Um, yeah. It's all going. It's all going to uh, to this match with Deanna and Tony Storm, and that's fine. I. This is another story where where the fans are very firmly behind Tony Storm. And Tony's got to find a way to turn them against her, because otherwise we're just we're just cheering the character that we shouldn't be cheering. I'm hoping that it's uh, I'm hoping that they change it up. But I think Deanna deserves a little bit more uh, coming in as the babyface here versus Tony Storm. Deanna should win the title. 
there. Let's go. And listen, this woman has the potential to run that division in the next six months. And I had dorks on the internet when I said that, being like, yeah, we went about Mercedes. Like, I don't give a shit. Let's wow. Sure. I don't give a shit. Joel Pearl does not give a shit about Mercedes Monet. You Somebody, know what? Until she shows up, I don't give a shit. Everybody, everybody tag Joel Pearl uh-huh. and be like, Joel Pearl does not give a shit about Mercedes Monet. Great. And let, the, let the crew come after the me crew, after they come with Andrew Zarian. He's going to attack you. Let him. Sean, can you believe this man? Uh, yeah, at this point, I can if he if he actually said that because I've been steadfast in my reporting for, gosh, three weeks now and people are... People just wake up and decide I've backtracked. It's it's insane. Every he has a week, death wish for saying he does not give a shit about Mercedes Monet until she wish. shows up. And that's not me saying that's she fine. doesn't show up. That's me saying I don't care what they're doing until she shows up. Sure. For now, let Deanna yeah. be the person. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, Mercedes is one of my favorite in-ring wrestlers. Period. Ever. But yeah, Sean. Yeah. Do you have any news on Sid? Uh, yeah, uh, my wife and I watched several Royal Rumbles for the first time, so that was her first exposure to Sid. Wow. Yeah. What she think? Uh, you know, very convincing. Yeah. Very convincing. Also, the thing I like about Sid is that he got his comeuppance from Buzz Lightyear and Woody. Like, he, he didn't deserve to... Just... I legitimately thought that's where you were going to go when you said you, my wife and I were watching we watched oh, yeah. Toy Story and not a fan of Sid. Yeah, uh, I'm a Toy Story fanatic, by the way. I'm excited for the fifth one. I don't care what anybody says. But one of the things I was very excited for, the possibility of Disney purchasing WWE, I wanted to see, like, Sid from Toy Story and Kevin Owens team up. Let's go. That's what I needed. <laughs> what if what if Sid debuts in AEW? And he, he he's backstage, he's got his baseball bat, he's got, you know, I guess softball bat and his baseball, and he walks up to Hook and he's like, You play any baseball? And Hook is eating his chips or his pizza or whatever, and Hook is just like Fuck you. I mean, he wrestled. I think Sid last wrestled in 2017. Yeah, we did this last time. Yeah. And as I look, it's a Hannibal show. So probably got interviewed while he was there, too. Mm. I wonder what kind of match that was. Not good. As I'm looking, I mean, it seems like it'd just be a show up and power bomb somebody type of thing, right? If one would assume, yes. I'm, I mean, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking. Oh, the clip is 14 minutes long. <laughs> wow. Should we air the entire thing on our show right now? <laughs> we probably could. Um, oh, what's Hannibal going to do? Yeah. He's getting checked. He's in jeans and, and a long shirt. Like jean jeans or jean shorts? Jeans. Oh, and wow. he's wrestling a guy that's in like a suit. And this it's looks like it's an honest to God match. Ted DiBiase starts at about four and a half minutes. Uh, there's somebody in the ring right now while Sid has a standing sleeper hold on about three and a half minutes in. Uh, this is still going four minutes in. Okay. It is about a five minute match. There it is. 
Sid watch along. Sid did the uh, stand on his chest pin. Did he say who's the man at one point? I'm not listening. To I him. know you have your headphones <laughs> on. Definitely not. Oh my god, unreal, unreal. It's sad to see, but I mean, at one point, I think Sid was one of the most convincing performers in the world, and we made a serious discussion out of Jeremy's goofy little bit. Yeah, wasn't very well done there. Good time, Jeremy. Good yeah. time. We need. I want Sid updates. One of these days, I'm going to be right about Sid. By the way. The most recent thing that I heard about Sid was when he no-showed the AIW show and claimed it was due to the Trump travel ban, even though he lived in the country, and they had EC3 dress up as Sid during that show. That was the thing. It did happen, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was very cool. Oh. Very cool, actually. Hmm. Shining excited for a week off, a weekend off. There's no wrestling this weekend. Is there no wrestling this weekend? Oh, there's nothing important. Sorry to. I mean, collision is tomorrow. Well, that's like, you know, there's no major shows. Yeah. Do I want to watch AW Super Indie Card 101? Like, fine. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll still be doing a little bit of work because I've got Tampa on Wednesday. I'll be there Wednesday to Saturday. So the hump will be Monday. Um, I think the backstage report will be Sunday. We're going to move some things around, all that. So I'll still be working this weekend. But, yeah, I try to to get a lot of work done ahead of time. That way I don't have to worry about it while I'm there nearly as much. Same. Always pre-write. Pre-write the story, Sean. Yeah. I told you one to pre-write uh, for AEW because I was got a little birdie in my ear that told me that the ROH six-man titles were going to change hands. <laughs> Yes, wow. I didn't actually pre-write that one because I fell asleep during AW because I was sick and I'm still Go sick. figure. I'm more uh, surprised that Brian Danielson's kid is one of your sources. Yeah. Sorry to burn that one. Yep. That was a good one. Figured it was worth it. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> you did good. Thank you. I'm not going to laugh. Like, listen, to me, I'm the only person that's funny. <laughs> Believe me, I've seen this opportunity multiple times. <laughs> I will say that I popped a very funny wrestler uh, because they told me this week that they are a crier. And I said, well, what's the, what's the last thing you cried about? And they said, probably when I watched the iron claw and I said, why, what happened? (laughs) Have you seen the iron claw? No, I've not. No, I haven't either. I hear it's depressing. I'm waiting to watch it with the whole family. Seems like a good, wholesome family. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who I'd be watching that with, too. Yeah. Probably ask my wife. I'm sure she'd be into that. Man. So what are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know, Sean. You showed off. We, uh, we, we pretty much burned through everything at this point. Where's Okada going, Sean? Yeah, where's Okada going? I, I would... I think AEW, but I, I don't know that, so... Which we, anymore, I can I can give a prediction on something like that, and some goofball sits through six entire shows of our podcast, clips that out. No one watches the show. It's people like, ah, he's so wrong. Like, I can't make predictions. That guy watched more fightful shows than I have. <laughs> this is a good question. This is a good question. No, not NWA. Sorry. No, no, that's the question. Wrong yeah, one. where where'd it go? 
I swear. Oh, there it is. West I, haven't, I was going to say, I haven't touched Have it. Have you watched The Wire, Sean? Oh, yeah. I love The Wire. Okay. Do you do you agree that Tony Khan is Marlo Stanfield? <laughs> it's um, not a great ending for old Marlo. No, it's not. It's not. Um, well, um, no, I don't think that he is, honestly. Okay. No. I kind of like, but Tony, much like Marlo, kind of just addicted to the game, you know, like, yeah, can't, can't stay away from the game. That's fair. I mean, if we're, if we're doing like stuff like that, well then Tammy Sitch is probably bubbles. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. Except her story. She doesn't get that happy ending that bubbles got. No. Bubbles I mean, which one? Maybe not, maybe not Bubbles. Was Bubbles the one that got Dookie on the shit? Because that was what? the most depressing. Bubbles was the fiend. He was fiended, but he turned his life around. He, he okay, then definitely wasn't Bubbles. Definitely wasn't Bubbles. Um, whoever it was that, that got Dookie on the shit and caused me to have the most depressing final scene in TV show <laughs> history, because that was heartbreaking that was the worst thing yeah will chisholm has a question he says update on camille and chance of aw chance of wwe don't think she signed anywhere yet she was backstage at aew i don't think she was there it wasn't said to like talk or anything but i think she did i'm gonna work and finding out more i should have more this weekend i i would say on that or maybe i'll uh i mean l- l- fridays i kind of dig around about other stuff that, that has emerged out there and try to clean up some stuff. But I think I'll find out some stuff about Camille uh, pretty soon. You can get an update on Sid. That's all I really care about. Goodbye. No way people want to know, are you doing your Q and a today? Oh, I'm sorry. I asked chat. Just, uh, just asking about Sid. Apparently <laughs> one of these days I'm going to be right. It's I'm going happen. to be right it's about happen. this Sid bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take so much credit for that too. I'm asking if Sean is surprised RJ said he didn't become a big <laughs> Tony Storm character. I mean, he's, he's not a, signed. He's not signed. He's not signed. No graphic for him. He said as he said as much in a recent tweet where he's like, "If you don't have the graphic, this is how you get in the building." Yeah. Uh, and it was him carrying his bags down the down the stairs like anyone else going to the show. But also, you know, didn't become a bigger part of the Tony Storm character. He is the Tony Storm character. <laughs> he, he's literally the one feeding the lines to her. <laughs> Tony Storm isn't sitting here looking up her her TCM content. No, he's she's getting notes from from RJ being like, "This is what you say. This is how you say it. And this is my life story. So don't fuck it up." Yeah, that's all it is. Uh, Chai Townsbury said to Super Chat saying, "Sorry, Joel. Mercedes doesn't care about TNA and their fake loon Monet. Oh, do you think she gets she, she get Canadian dollars? <laughs> are, are they based in t- uh, Canada still? Like yeah, they're still a Canadian company, but they do have offices in Nashville. That does still exist." I think they're they're still American paying, but uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, I get it. I love this this thing going around right now from the Observer about some in WWE believe that there's still a shot for Mercedes in the Rumble. Sure they do, and I'm sure they do, and that's fine. Some in WWE can believe whatever they want. They should do a big show when they got Mercedes. And well, no, he already works for the company. I know, but they they should like announce like something, and it. They should they should double debut, even though Okada's already been on TV. They should double debut Okada and Mercedes. Call the show like AEW Rampage 
money dance. Have the money. Uh, and they also yeah. bring in Shane McMahon. Oh, could you imagine? Shane McMahon Wait. introducing Mercedes Monet and Kazuchika Okada. But he, <laughs> but he can't pronounce Kazuchika, so he says John Okada. I Well, I know you like the, the John Okada nonsense there. It's okay. It's, okay. it's good. It's all right. American, the Monet makers. <laughs> we had a uh, Shaman Man banger theme, by the way. Oh, always. Did, yeah. did they get the rights to the Okada theme? Like the, the money drop theme? Or they got a. I, I mean, TNA used that it, up. so I don't know. I don't think there's really rights involved with New Japan in this stuff. I mean, New Japan. Are you kidding me? You use say, their shit. They're going to copyright the hell out of that's you. That's different. That's different. I think their audio is different. Uh, I, I think you'd be fine with it. They don't they'll copyright their own stuff. They don't That's care. That's true. I did see that. Uh, let's uh, let's shift over to SmackDown real quick. There's a preview for tonight. LWO, Santos Escobar, and uh, the Umberto's Garza take on the other LWO. Yeah, it's Legato del Escobar. It's it's uh, it's isn't it Legato del Escobar? No, it's the LWO. It's is Lega- the, I think it's like, like the Legato, Legato, like Legato oh, World Order. Yeah, and then yeah. the other one's Latino World Order. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they're gonna have a six man tag. Uh, the Unholy Union, aka the Spooky Witches, are gonna take on Caden and well, they like Chanson colors. Here. Casey Square. They like Carl. They like colors. They like, they like music. Gold. They like music. Women's tag team titles are on the line. I, I love that WWE wrote it down as the unholy union looked to make Chance and Carter's WWE women's tag title reign disappear. I mean, technically correct. Their their reign would disappear if they won. Very spooky. But they uh, still would like colors and they would still like music. Of course. Uh, KO show with Logan Paul looks like it'll be fun. I'm sure someone will get punched in the face. And uh, Randy Orton takes I hope- solo. I hope Owen socks him again. That rules. That'd be great. I mean, you can't tell KO like Logan Paul. He's 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 good at this. He's he's willing to take some lumps and everything. He sure told Owen's like, yeah, go ahead, dude. Let's go for real. Shit, that's the biggest punch Logan's taken compared to even his boxing matches and stuff. Yeah, but uh, you think someone gets knocked out tonight? Is it KO gets knocked out by Logan Paul? Yeah, Logan maybe they Paul's gotta get. They gotta get the extra heat on uh on Logan before the match. Yeah, they'll have him pull out a pair of brass knucks and they'll play that back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh Randy takes on solo. They're gonna <laughs> finally give Randy a one on one match. Man, they can't be beaten solo. Like that's just what you do going into a pay-per-view. You yeah. beat solo. <laughs> it's just that's it started with Cody and it's gonna escalate from there. I don't like I don't like that Solo's gonna like lose this. That dude ain't won nothing since he ran off John Cena. It got a the presentation of Solo a little a little weak. And I'm not even like the biggest solo fan. I've I've said as much on this show, but like if you're gonna make them, make them. Like, and they tried to make them with the Cena thing. It's like, oh, this is great. We they they, they put him over Cena really strong. And then they ain't done nothing with it. I understand Roman's like he's the heir and everything, but like you got to do a little bit more. It's going to turn into a tag match or it's going to end in EQ and it'll be easy as that. It'll be Randy and I don't, don't know. make it the main event if you're going to do some shitty DQ. There. Well, no, because the main event is a contract signing unless that opens up the show. It feels like it would open up the show. Typically, they've had the contract signing with Reigns at the end. Reigns will probably come out, cut a promo at the top, set up Solo versus Randy. Maybe that'll turn it into a tag match because 
It'll be it'll be Randy and and uh, L.A. Knight. Yeah, Roman ain't on. wrestling. Did I say Roman? Well, I mean, you no, said he was gonna. You said set up a tag match, but yeah, like, no, no, not with Roman. It'd be Solo and Jimmy would get <laughs> told by Roman that they're teaming Jimmy up. Jimmy just loses again, and Jimmy eats the L. My so do we? We did talk about this on ICW, so I don't need to say it. This is the Wednesday thing with with Naomi, where eventually she comes back. She does the glow gimmick until Mania, and then she helps Jimmy get the win over Jay at WrestleMania and right. start building Jimmy as a more credible uh, competitor. But for now, solo Randy that's on the cards. And then the contract signing, who goes through the table? Uh, LA Knight? I think they're going to shield bomb Roman Reigns. Okay, that's possible. That's possible. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Anyway, that's the show. Uh, good night. Yeah, six men with Orton, AJ Knight, Blood Bond. That'd probably be a next week thing, not this week. Didn't we do that last week? No, Roman ain't wrestled. No, not Roman, but like they did the... the yeah, but they, you're talking about Roman. He's talking about putting Roman in this. Yeah, they ain't going to put Roman in that. <laughs> they, like, in I, only work, I only work one match a month, brother. Yeah, like are they on FS1 next week? Because they ain't doing I, that shit. I already, got, I already got my January booking taken care of. That's the Rumble match. Pretty much. Hold on. Now I'm curious. Where are they next week? They're probably in Florida. If the Rumble's in Tampa, next week's the go-home show. They're probably in Florida. They're in Miami. Oh, The Rock. <laughs> the Rock's coming back, baby. Oh, yeah. They're all the, Everybody's going to be in the ring, and then The Rock's going to come out, and everybody's just going to exit the ring. Yeah, that's how it works. They're going to throw themselves over the top rope. Yeah, and then Raw's in Tampa the night after the Mania, so good for them. Uh, night, night after Royal Rumble. Anyway, uh, next week, we're back. We'll talk about wrestling, and we'll talk about stuff and we'll have some guests hopefully we will we will have guests we uh i mean we have somebody booked for january 22nd i'll i've already announced it but i'll say it again uh mansoor is supposed to be on the show on monday january 22nd i have heat with him for trying to give sean ross app all the credit that i deserve so i'm gonna call him out i'm waiting on top dollar to accept my rap battle challenge it doesn't look like that's gonna happen I don't, I'm sorry, everybody. It was sent. Contract was sent, much like Hook. Contract was sent and didn't hear anything. So I'll continue to call him out until he actually answers my challenge. But Mansoor will be on the show, scheduled to be on the show on Monday, later in the show. Uh, and we got heat. We'll bring Dala on, I promise. We'll get him. I want to I battle him. I, I can beat him. I, know I, I, can. I think you can do your best. <laughs> Uh, Rob and Maggie are live at three o'clock. That's what they do on this channel every Friday. They do coexisting and yeah, that's us. We're, we're here every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from 10 a.m. until noon. Leave a thumbs up on the way out. And of course, subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. I have nothing else to add, Jeremy, unless you do. So they're doing this contract signing, right? I'm friends behind the binary. We're, we're out of and time. Then, and then, oh God, this is awful. And then Nick Aldis is backstage. And Hook's <laughs> just chilling there. And all this is like, how do you think this contract signing is going to go? And Hook's eating his pizza. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.